Hey everyone, welcome back to Band Practice. I'm Emma. And I'm Madison. And today we're going to be doing an episode all about all of our tips and habits for thriving. Yes, I mean... I don't, I'm not saying that I'm like 10 out of 10 thriving, but I certainly have some habits and little trip tricks and um, tips and tricks <laughs> that I'd love to share. <laughs> yeah, we're on our way to thriving. Nobody's, yeah. is anybody ever truly 100% thriving? Who's to say? Yeah. But There's we're always moving in the right direction. Done. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Well, Madison, uh, what have you been up to? Um, it was just Easter. We're recording this on the Monday after Easter. So my in-laws were in town and it was really fun. It was the first people that came to visit us in Denver. So it was just super fun to have family in town and we got to show them around. I don't think any of them had been to Denver before. So we just did a lot of like exploring the different neighborhoods and we went snowboarding and it was very fun. But This week, it randomly started warming up. Like last week, it was like 40 degrees. This week, I think it'll be in like the 80s. And unfortunately, I have discovered within that like two-day time period of it warming up, my AC is broken in my car. Um, So I'm sweaty all the time. (laughs) That's horrifying. I'm so sorry. Yeah. At least it wasn't in the Arizona summer, but still like it's getting toasty. And I just drove home from work and it's like a 20-minute drive and I was sweating so have to get that's that awful yeah ASAP. <laughs> it's gonna get up to i think we'll hit 98 at some point this week which is just comical mm. and mm. we in my house we sometimes we'll like turn the ac on and then turn it off and like we don't realize that like it's been off for a while and at one point today i was like i actually feel like i'm gonna pass out and so i go to the temp <laughs> thing and it says that it's like 85 in the house i was like unacceptable no No. (laughs) that needs to decrease by like at least 10 degrees um Mm -hmm. so yeah that was my day um yeah easter was fun had lots of good food good times with the fam um oh i easter egg hunts i set up some eggs but i did not hunt them I didn't either, but that's like my favorite part of Easter. And I'm 24, but I still want an Easter egg hunt. Like, I don't know well, what yeah. the is. I remember one year I actually went to your family's Easter, and that's because some of the Easter eggs had like actual money in them. I was like, dang. Yeah, I remember Send me Dom an came one year. Yeah, Dom was like, I love the holidays with the white people. Like, invite Literally. me every year. <laughs> I was going to say, I in the last week tried like a free trial Pilates class and I actually really loved it. So I started a a membership for classes a month on my way to become a Pilates princess. No, you so are. And you look the part too. If anybody's watching video, you you do look like very Pilates princess. I love it. Is it reformer Pilates or like Matt Pilates? A reformer. Ooh, so fun. Was it, did you have any difficulties with the machine? Honestly, no. It was nice no. because it was like an intro class. So it was like just like literally explaining how to do all of like the kind of mil- movements. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't find it to be too challenging. But and, and I think that's why I'm excited because I was like, oh, that was kind of fun. So now now I just want to keep doing it. Congrats. You're officially you. a Pilates princess. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I remember I avoided 
like reformer Pilates classes for years because I was so I was like I'm not gonna be able to work the machine like it's gonna be so embarrassing everybody's gonna be literal Pilates princesses in there (laughs) and I'm gonna be like uh like falling off the machine but then I went and I was like oh this is easy yeah it's kind of fun it is it is really fun and it's hard like it doesn't look Mm -hmm. that hard it looks like very graceful and like you know they make it look easy but it it is hard oh yeah it's like those kind of slow um movements sometimes that'll that'll really get you mm-hmm. have you ever done bar oh yes didn't mm-hmm. i tell you about the time that i left the class halfway is it <gasps> oh yeah i forgot i literally was gonna throw up so <laughs> i was gonna say that's another one where it's like middle-aged moms do it so you think it's yeah. easy and it looks like just such little movements but then you go and you're like oh i'm about to pass out that was the hardest <laughs> workout i've ever tried like i literally it was also an intro class so it was supposed to be like the easiest of the easy and i did it i couldn't make it so on my journey to find like my right exercise and it might be pilates i'm on that journey as well right now and i have never liked running like I remember in elementary school we had like a running club I did I showed up to like one meeting and I cried like I hate running and I played volleyball so it was always like a punishment and I had a little bit of asthma growing up it was just not my thing but I've started running recently and I love it I'm a little runner girl it's so runner she's a track star yes yeah I just downloaded Nike run club it's like little guided runs and I'm gonna do one after we record today I'm so excited oh my god that's so fun anyways moving on what are you drinking I'm so glad you asked I have a especially fun drink tonight since we're recording at the nighttime. I have a little cocktail oh my god (gasps) who is she give us the recipe recipe cocktail recipe so (laughs) I have um kettle one like peach vodka with um an orange san pel and Ooh. a little bit of true lime. Yum. Wait, that mm-hmm. sounds really good. Nice and refreshing. Mine is not as fun. Well, it's fun to me, but it's not as crazy. Um, I found it at this really cute store we went to yesterday. It was like a furniture. Like, I think I posted on Instagram before, but it's like vintage clothes and furniture and stuff. Like a very just cute store. But then they have a little section, like a fridge with beverages and stuff in it. And I found this. I don't even know how to say it. Vina. V I N A prebiotic soda it's a cherry pop soda so kind of like an olipop poppy kind of thing but i had never heard of the brand and the packaging is very cute and it is Mm -hmm. delicious i love any sort of like cherry soda yeah and this one is like yes it's like very reminiscent of a cherry coke like the cherry flavor is very cherry it's not like fake it's it's cherrying Mm -hmm. it is i might say should we cheers (laughs) oh yeah Cheers. What's the glass you have it in too? A little wine glass? I thrifted it. It's, I don't even know what kind of glass it is, but it reminded me of a mushroom. And so I bought them. I was going to say that. That's so cute. All right. Well, should we get into it? Yeah. I think it's time to start thriving. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Let's go. Okay. (laughs) Why don't you kick us off? It'd be my pleasure. Okay. So we Broke it down kind of into a couple different sections. First, we're going to go over just like the bigger picture concepts that you need to understand before you can start thriving, you know? And something that's really important to me, and I think is just like a good strategy to start off, is you can't thrive if you don't know what thriving means to you, you know? 
And so I think it's really important to get specific and like just write out a whole plan of your dream life, like a vision for your life. And that's what thriving is to you. But it's really hard to like start taking the right steps if you don't have a clear vision of what your end goal is. So yeah, nail down what your version of thriving is to start. Absolutely. And I think it's important to like not compare what your version is to someone else's, especially I think with social media and Pinterest, although I love it, we can kind of get caught up in like what success is supposed to look like, especially within I think an influencer culture, like that kind of thriving life and aesthetic like it girl look is like very cookie cutter and specific but like your idea of thriving and your goals don't have to be as conventional or as like what the popular girls on the internet are doing so just kind of like stick to what would make you happy because thriving is literally like what just like being content and happy with your life and that's Mm -hmm. obviously going to look different for everyone Yeah, I think a good way to put it is like thriving is the best version of yourself. And like you were saying, like with social media and stuff, I literally saw a video today of this girl's 4am morning routine. And I was like, okay, slay for you. But for me, that would be pain and suffering. Like (laughs) that would be terrible. But I feel like a lot of people would see that because she had a job that I think that she started at nine. So she did like a like whole bunch of shit before she started work and I think other people would see that and be like oh I just wake up and go to work like should I be doing all that but for me I would not be my best version of myself if I was waking up at 4 (laughs) a.m. certainly not oh my gosh I'm guilty of like looking at that too because I'm like oh I have to work I like start working at about 8 30 and I think that like I need to like wake up earlier to stuff more stuff in my morning to be more productive, but like actually having a relaxing and slow morning is what makes me feel my best. And that's okay. Yeah. It's all about finding balance. I feel like with work of not only just going to work and going to sleep, but that doesn't mean you have to do it all in the morning. Like you have multiple Mm -hmm. hours after work to do stuff. So if you don't want to work out at 5am before you start work, you can work out at 7pm or whatever after you're off. And it's like all the same. Exactly. And like focus on what's in your control because again, everyone also has different schedules. So like, I don't know, just choose things that are within your means that can like somewhat easily be adapted into your lifestyle already. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast the other day. I forget whose it was, but they were kind of talking about that and they were like, you need to look at the cards in your hand. Like if you were sitting around a poker table and everybody had cards in their hand, why are you peeking at the other people's? Like, don't be <laughs> sneaky like that. Focus on what's in your hand and like that's how you'll do the best. And I was like, that's such a funny little analogy. Like, don't be peeking. It's not going to do that's you any cute. good. You I still can't that. change the cards that you have, like even if you peek. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people may be overwhelmed when they're trying to build habits or figure out what does work for them. But The biggest thing, I guess, is just moving in the right direction and taking small little steps and realizing that like nothing changes if nothing changes. So just doing a little bit is better than doing nothing. And it doesn't have to be perfect. And there's going to be a lot of trial and error and like making adjustments, but just move in the right direction and focus on the next step forward. Totally. And that reminded me too, like it doesn't always have to be like, complete uphill growth like an exponential line like there can be ups and downs as long as you're moving forward in some direction like our lows and I guess what people might think of failures are still what also 
keeps pushing us forward and towards the things that will be successes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even like the way that you measure success, like there will be ups and downs, but if you have a positive mindset or just a little bit more positive than you did like last month or whatever, that's still a win. Like you're still making progress. A win is a win. Now I guess we can move into some small habits that make a big difference in all of our different categories. We broke it down into health and wellness, mental health, and then career slash finance. The the big three, the son, the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> he is risen. He is risen, baby. Let's get into it. Let's start with some health and wellness, especially because I feel like this, I don't know, for me and I think for you, like this is kind of like my been my focus lately. So this mm-hmm. one's very exciting to me. So our first tip is learning how to like trick your brain into making these habits and ideas very attainable and just like it's right in front of you. So you might as well do it. So what we mean by that is like you're more likely to do things within your current line of sight because humans humans are silly and we get distracted easily. We have a lot on our mind. And sometimes if we don't see something, then we're not thinking about it and, you know, out of sight, out of mind. So say Like you want to lay out your workout clothes the night before or like before you go to work because you want to work out after work, like doing things and prepping yourself to where you'll easily see something and it'll kind of give you that quick motivation to just go do it. So like laying out your workout clothes, your yoga mat. Um, if you're trying to eat more fruits and veggies, like when you buy them from the grocery store, immediately wash them, prep them, cut them up, put them into containers and put them like my I always put my produce like actually on the shelf because if I put it in the produce little bins in the refrigerator, I don't see it and it goes bad. So just like doing little tips and tricks to kind of make sure those items related to those healthy habits are like at the forefront of your mind and you're constantly seeing them. Yeah, 100%. This is a big, a big one. I feel like I don't know if it's just specifically for like my personality or if it works for everyone. But I have terrible object permanence issues. Like if Mm -hmm. I cannot see it, I literally will not think about it. And so half the time I go to the gym and half the time I'll do at-home workouts. But if I plan the night before that I'm going to do an at-home workout, I always lay out my yoga mat because then I get up in the morning and I'm like, okay, either I have to just put it away and like go out of my way to do that or I could just sit down and do like a quick little workout. And so it's just like putting little reminders and making it easy on yourself by like planning ahead. So like you said, laying out your workout clothes or definitely the fruits and veggies thing. I don't put it in my produce drawers because it will just rot in there. I will (laughs) literally buy it and then never think about it again. I just started actually washing and like prepping or cutting everything at the beginning of the week and then putting them all in little containers because I found that a lot of times I'd be like, oh, I want to like have a salad or like I want veggies on the side, but I don't really want to wash them and cut them right Mm -hmm. now. Like I'm not in the mood, but if they're already washed and cut, then you can just, you know, throw them in there and it makes it super easy. So yeah, just making it easier on yourself, I guess. And I, I think, I mean, some people are great at like food prep for the week and like prepping their meals. And if like you're into that, heck yeah, that's like such a good tip. I'm like really weird with like leftovers in the fridge. I don't know what it is, but I just get kind of scared after a day. So instead of like meal prepping, sometimes like the night before the next day or something, I'll just kind of plan in my head or in my notes app, like what I want to eat, even if it's eating out, like what are some 
easy options I can get if I'm like, you know, have like a busy day or if I'm going into the office, like what do I want to eat from the cafeteria that like will actually make me feel good? Because I'm also someone like I crave sweets all day long. It's just (laughs) one of those things got quite the sweet tooth. And so it's hard when I like don't have a plan or if I haven't like planned out my snack, like I'm going to go to the vending machine and I'm going to get like a honey bun and like chocolate bar and I'm just going to eat it. And I'm like, that's totally fine. But like, I am trying to like break those habits and like form a better relationship with healthier foods. So for me, it's really helpful if I plan out like my snacks and my meals for the day beforehand. Yeah, I think that's such a good point. It's like giving yourself a fighting chance to eat healthy, you know, like you can't (laughs) blame yourself if you don't prep anything. And then, like you said, your option is to go to the vending machine. Like, yeah, you didn't plan ahead. That's, mm, I mean, it's nobody's fault but your own, but like you didn't give yourself a chance. Exactly. And so, yeah, I think like planning ahead and I'm not really big into like meal prep either, but I do like prep my veggies or even like if you're making a batch of rice or like some sort of grain or whatever, like having the ingredients to put together, I think Mm -hmm. it is like a good way to do it if you're not into like meal prepping. Yeah. I once gave myself food poisoning with my own cooking when I tried to like make a big thing of like shepherd's pie and I was like, never again. Like I'm scarred from leftovers. Been more than a day. I'm done. My mom is the same way. And I think I got that from her because I'll like be like, oh, this is bad. Like we need to throw it away. And Ben will be like, you made that yesterday. Like you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) We kind of touched on this earlier, but I guess our next point is just really figuring out what works for you without the judgment of like comparison to other people's routines, especially with like working out. I mean, kind of everything, but like I feel like everybody has such different preferences on working out. Like somebody could like hit workouts or like something super like high intensity or hot yoga or something and you could literally go into hot yoga and pass out and be like I'm never doing that again you know and so you don't have to force yourself to do like what your favorite influencer what somebody that you see online that you admire what they do because it's not going to give you the same results first of all or like forcing yourself to eat foods that you see in other people's what I eat in a days or whatever. Like it's not going to even, it's not going to give you the same results. It's not going to improve your life if you're not enjoying it. Trying to step back from like the judgmental perspective of things and just allow yourself to explore all the different options and find out what sticks and like what really speaks to you and makes you happy. That's just what's going to work best for you. Exactly. I was once told like the best workout routine is the one that you can stick to. And I was like, dang, that's crazy because I would try to do like workouts and things that I saw like the cutie girls doing on TikTok. And I like struggled to even be consistent because I was like, I actually don't really like this workout and I'm dreading it. But like finding the workouts that I do like makes it more enjoyable and I like look forward to doing them. And I also have noticed for myself, like I've really had to make a conscious effort to think about what patterns in my life, what like patterns are there that like exist when I'm most productive and least productive. And I've personally found that I set the tone for my week the best when I do a workout on Sundays and Mondays, or at least one of the other. And if I don't do either of those days, I pretty much miss the entire week and like I just can't seem to like find my groove and like get into the the swing of things. So just kind of like be mindful of like what you might need and your brain might need to like set yourself up for a good week. 
Yeah, I'm the same way. And I feel like that is kind of like tricking your brain, like we were talking about Mm -hmm. earlier, in a sense. Like, just allowing yourself to have a good first day almost tricks you into thinking, like, it's a good week. Whereas if you had a bad first day, then you go into it with a negative attitude being like, oh, this week sucks. Or like, you know, I just can't pull it together. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. And with the the best workout is the one you can stick to. I 100% agree. Even from like, if you think about it from like a scientific standpoint or whatever, mm-hmm. what's going to be more beneficial doing like a super high intensity workout five days a week for two weeks and then never doing it again, or like taking a walk every day for years. Like you're obviously yeah. going to have more long-term benefits and like actual health from finding something that you enjoy and that you can stick to. And that's kind of shown me too. Like I, I'm always really weird about at-home workouts. I love them, but I'm very hard on myself. And I I trick myself into thinking like if it's not a certain amount of time, then like it doesn't even count. But like 15 minutes, you can get a good workout in that amount of time. And like that can be enough. Listen to your body and like listen to your mind and what it wants and needs. That way you're not like ruining it for yourself by forcing yourself to do more when that's not what you need in the moment. Yeah, I've been noticing that people have really funny rules that like don't really make sense. Like mm-hmm. with working out, they'll be like, oh, I have to go to the gym for like an hour or it's not even worth it. It's like, yeah. why wouldn't 30 minutes be worth it? Why wouldn't just like going on a walk be worth it? It's all worth it per se. But mm-hmm. it's just like limitations that people put on themselves that really don't have any benefit. I guess we can give little like examples of actual habits that we put in place now. Let's do it. One of mine going back to the food is I'll have like um, a notes app of lists of meals that I can get like delivered if I like need to Uber Eats or like different fast food places for the times like I'm in a rush or like I haven't planned ahead and all of a sudden I'm like literally starving and like just need to I don't have time to like cook that way. I like can still find something to eat that like makes my body feel good because I also have a really sensitive stomach so I have to like be careful about what I eat um so that's something just to kind of be extra prepared as well Mm -hmm. I feel like planning ahead like you said you have a sensitive tummy I have like dietary restrictions so it's Mm -hmm. extra like important for us but cooking dinner stresses me out like if I don't make a plan of what I'm making and make a grocery list that like corresponds and then me and Ben are sitting there at like 8 p.m we're like what's for dinner I will like have a breakdown (laughs) so I have to plan at the beginning of the week I plan like just a couple different lunch and dinner ideas and breakfast is like normally pretty similar but I try to come up with like new fun ideas for dinners just to like alleviate the stress like you were saying if you notice patterns in your life that like really aren't working it's like so important to be mindful because it's so much stress that could just be avoided. Like, I, there's no reason I should be having a breakdown over what's for dinner. <laughs> like, you can just literally take like a 30 minutes or an hour one day a week and like plan and find recipes and get like make it a positive experience for yourself. Um, I also started like I'll always have my Stanley cup filled with water before I go to bed. That way, when I first wake up, before I even get out of bed, I'll drink some water because I am not the best with drinking water, unfortunately. Um, but that also helps set the tone for my day because I'm like, one, your body like just literally actually needs it and it needs to like rehydrate after being asleep for hopefully eight to nine hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it also just kind of encourages me to continue 
drinking water throughout the day. Yeah. I feel like an emotional support water bottle is like everybody says it, but it truly is like it makes the biggest difference for me. If I don't have a water bottle or my Stanley cup with me, I just won't drink water. Mm-hmm. It's really that simple, like the object permanence thing that we we're talking about. Like if you have your water cup filled up, then you're going to drink it because it's sitting right there. But if it's yeah. in the other room or like you haven't filled up your water bottle today, then you just might like go hours and hours and be like, oh, I haven't had a sip of water. Um, Next one. I think this could be good for somebody that's like trying to find a routine with working out. Just having one workout or one workout class booked that you're looking forward to in the week is like a really good way to structure the rest of your week. And like Emma was saying, if you like just have one workout at the beginning of the week or whatever, you set yourself up for workouts throughout the rest of the week because you're kind of just like already feeling good and in your groove. Um, So I use ClassPass. I haven't since my wrist was broken because I can't do any classes, but ClassPass is amazing. You can try out like a bunch of different studios, a bunch of different types of workouts to find out what you really like. Um, And when I was doing it, I would book like a new studio or a new type of workout like almost every week and maybe bring a friend or I would go to a lot of them alone. And it's just like a fun way to stay inspired with like mindful and positive movement. Yeah. And the nice thing about trying new workouts is like at least every workout studio I've ever been to does like a free first class or even like a free first week. So like it doesn't even have to be like a financial burden. It can also be just like a fun free activity to do each week. Mm -hmm. Or even the gym that I used to have a membership to, they had little classes at the gym. So if you have a gym membership, definitely like see if there's classes that you can take advantage of. I remember there was yoga, there was spin and it was just like a normal gym, not a fancy one, but they had little classes that you could go to and try out for free. Yeah, that's smart. Probably cheaper too, even if like for a gym membership, because sometimes some of these studio memberships are just out of They're a robbery. They're (laughs) literally a robbery. (laughs) My last habit, I like to read at least like one chapter of a book each night or morning. Um, I've been in my reading era the last few weeks and I just am my happiest self when I'm reading, whether it's fiction or like a motivational book. Um, It's just nice to like completely like turn your brain on to like one thing and like block out the rest of your life and like unplug digitally. There's something about it. Yeah. I've recently been reading a little bit more too in the mornings because I've been trying to stay off my phone for like the first hour or two. Mm. And it truly does make the biggest difference. Like you think it's silly when you hear people say it, like read a book. Okay, whatever. But if you just take like 15 minutes or read a chapter or whatever, like you have time for it, like makes the biggest difference. I don't even know what it is. It's Mm -hmm. just like caring for yourself in a different way. And like, I feel like people try to justify like listening to a podcast or something instead because it's still educational or whatever. But something about just reading a physical book, it just like clears your mind. It makes you feel accomplished. I think that's a big thing with morning routines is like doing something that just makes you feel accomplished at the beginning of the day will just be a domino effect for the rest of your day. Even if it's just making your bed is something that will follow you like for the rest of the day, if that makes sense. So if you like take the time to, like you said, read a chapter of a book in the morning, you feel accomplished you feel like proud of yourself and then you want to keep doing positive things throughout the day. Whereas if you start your day with like 30 minutes scrolling on TikTok, um, you're probably just going to like rot on TikTok for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guilty. Guilty is charged. <laughs> 
the one that I keep on my nightstand is um, 101 essays that'll change the way you think. And I really like that for my mornings because the chapters are also, they're just like mini essays and they take like two to five minutes to read each. So it's not even like a huge time commitment and it just gives me a little pep in your step. I love that. I see people post that all the time, but I haven't read it. Mm. I need to get it though. Gift idea from Addison. Yeah. Another book rec, which is like, I remember the first time I read it, I was like, so it changed my life. I was like, so inspired after. And it's very popular, but I'm going to mention it anyways, because every time I bring it up in person or something, people are like, oh, I haven't read that. I haven't heard of it. But it's um, Atomic Habits. I can't remember the author's name now, but mm-hmm. um, he hits on like a lot of stuff that we talked about in this episode, but obviously in a much more articulate and scientific way. Um <laughs> But that's like a really good book. Each chapter kind of breaks down like a different aspect of how you could improve your life. So it's just like little little tidbits of information that's super digestible and like it's just an easy read that's like super inspiring. I also have that book and yes, very good. Have I finished mm-hmm. it? No. <laughs> I'm not the best at that. But you know what? <laughs> the fact that I like can't finish the book about habits because I like <laughs> haven't built the habit is like crazy <laughs> but uh, I will get there the self-awareness in that I love <laughs> thank <it>. you <laughs> shall we move on to our next topic which is mental health let's something go. I don't have a lot of <laughs> <laughs> um, our first tidbit if you struggle with your with mental health concerns please reach out for help whether it's like professional or just like in your support group of your friends or family people you can trust it's so hard to like deal and battle these mental health um, concerns alone. And it's so beneficial to talk to someone, get like a fresh perspective and get like additional help if you need it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of mental health struggles are so secretive almost. Like you're just mm-hmm. dealing with it in the dark and that can lead to like a lot of shame and just like negative feelings all around it. So I think the best first step is just to like get it out in the open and talk to somebody and yeah get help from somebody outside of just your own brain because your own brain probably isn't being the nicest to you right now and sometimes it's just really helpful to like get a fresh perspective or like I don't know just get it off your chest like I promise you are not bothering your family or your best friends like they will appreciate that like now they know and they know to like check up on you and how they can kind of help you but we don't know what we don't know. So, um, But after that, hopefully you've reached out to somebody, you have a little therapist or something. I think it's it's such a touchy subject because it's like, I don't want to be toxic wellnessy culture. Like, oh, just like drink some water and take a walk if you're depressed. Like, no, that's not the vibe. But it does play a part. It's obviously not like the whole picture. But having these like, healthy habits and structure built into your life can make things just a little bit easier, even if it's just like 1% easier. Even if you can push Mm -hmm. yourself to do something that's good for you, like take a walk or whatever, do a workout, sit in the sunlight, whatever you can like muster up the energy for, even if it just raises your baseline of happiness 1%, it's like worth every ounce of your energy and your time. So yeah, I think finding ways that you can make time for yourself and can do things to improve your life even when you are down in the dumps and you're having a really hard time just finding like the little things that make a difference for you 
can be really, really helpful. Totally. And yeah, like you said, like these might not like always be the solution, but also we aren't mental health professionals. So I also don't want to like give you actual advice that is bad. But mm-hmm. um, my dad, whenever I would go to him about my mental health, he would always ask me, how's your diet, sleep and exercise? And I would be so pissed. I'd be like, dude, get out of my <laughs> face with that. Like, please, sir. Um, and while that was like sometimes a little dismissive of like what I'm dealing with. Um, He had a point because (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, I mean, of course, like we said, like mental illness is can quite literally be a chemical imbalance and something that can't necessarily be cured with habits, but it certainly makes kind of your thinking in your headspace a little bit better. So like, how is your diet? Like, are you eating healthier foods? Are you like eating three meals a day? Are you sleeping enough? Are you getting at least maybe like 15 minutes of exercise each day, even if it's just like a quick walk down the street? And it always does kind of improve my mental state. Also keeping like, is my room clean? Because Mm. if that ish is messy or disorganized, I'm going to be extra messy and disorganized in my head. And just like like we said earlier, like give yourself the chance to like try and feel your best physically and see if that can carry into how you feel mentally as well. Yeah. I think it always does feel dismissive or like almost Mm -hmm. disrespectful when you're in the midst of it and somebody says like, Mm -hmm. well, you sit in your room all day, like you don't, and you're like, okay, that's the best I can do. Like, yeah, it's, it's so frustrating at the time, but Once you're on the other side of it, you can see, like, where you kind of could have, like we said, given yourself a fighting chance. I think, like, like we said, it's not, these habits aren't going to fix everything, especially if it's a literal imbalance in your brain, but it could help just a little bit. It's not going to solve everything, but it's just going to raise your quality of life, like, just a little bit at a time. Yeah. Like, is it going to solve or cure depression? No. But could it help fix like a little funk in your week? Sure. Exactly. Also, like because it's so personal, I think a more positive way to look at it is thinking back to like if you have ebbs and flows with your depression or whatever mental health concern you have, when you're up, what does your life look like? Like what are you doing for yourself every day? What were you doing when you're at your best? And I think like that's just a good way to look at it because it's only comparing you to you. So finding ways that like have worked for you in the past or things that you just want to give a shot and maybe try in the future, it's going to be different for everyone. So you have to find what works for you, unfortunately. Yeah. Something that helps me in that regard is like when I look back at all of the downs that I've been through and endured, I remember like I've always come out on the other side and I've always been okay at the end of the day. So there's like some comfort in knowing like this is not going to be different. Like I will get through this because I always have and I can continue to do so. Are we ready for some like specific little habits? Let's go for it. One that I know Madison and I both do is making our bed every morning. I cannot leave my room in the morning until I've done this. But making your bed, I think it's like proven to be one huge habit that just like improves people's lives that's like a really big claim with like no evidence but i think the evidence (laughs) is out there there's been a study um but yeah making your bed 
simple, easy, takes two minutes, and it can make a big difference. I think, I mean, I have no claims about, or no evidence to back it up either, but that sounds legit. And I think (laughs) that, like, you hear that a lot with specifically habits in the morning, like we've talked about morning routines and stuff. It's like one of the first choices of your day. You can either walk out of your room and leave it messy, or you can, like, do make a choice out of discipline, I guess, to make your life easier down the road. And something about that just like makes you respect yourself. Um, Mm. And so I think like, yeah, finding ways to just do something positive for yourself in the morning is like, like we said, it just sets you up for a better rest of your day. Our next one is listening to guided meditations. This one, it's a little woo woo, whatever. If you're not into meditating, (laughs) I don't want to hear it. Um, if you're not into meditating, you need to try mine. Just, I literally, (laughs) I'm going to look it up right now. Oh, okay. My favorite one right now is a manifestation meditation that I've mentioned before. It's by Life by Lucy and it's called Guided Visualization Meditation to Manifest Your Dream Life. It's on YouTube. Um, but I think meditating, it works different ways for different people, but I love like a really uplifting future visualization one because that's just what inspires me the most and like makes me feel the most motivated like I don't really love to just sit there and like clear my mind because I don't I don't really like I can't do that it's never gonna be I don't know how (laughs) (laughs) not possible but I do love to think about positive things and just like like we said at the beginning visualizing your end goal your dream life and like keeping that at the front of your mind and doing it on like a routine or every night or a couple times a week. Like even if you're having a bad day, you can look forward to like your little delusional meditation at the end of the day. And it's just like something to put a little pep in your step throughout the day. Exactly. I'm such a visual person. So like visualizations really help me. Our last one is to make time for your hobbies and creativity. Like if I'm just waking up, going to work, going home and like laying in bed, obviously I'm not going to feel super cool and great about my life, but if I'm like making time to do the things that I enjoy doing creatively, like if you like to paint maybe or reading, writing, photography, anything that like makes you happy of your hobbies, like that should be implemented into your weekly routine and be like a staple. Um, Because that's kind of the backbone of the happiness. And I feel like a lot of people, as we grow older, we kind of lose our hobbies and like our Mm -hmm. little fun things because we don't think we're good at them anymore. Like we think they're kind of silly or whatever. Like, I don't know. I feel like people wouldn't paint because they're like, well, I'm not good at painting and I'm like a whole grown adult. Like I'm not going to paint like a toddler. But sometimes that's like what you got to do. If that's what's going to get your creative juices flowing after work then nothing's too silly to make time for. I am known to have some very silly hobbies that <laughs> are forever changing. Like if if my hobby, my hyperfixation almost for a month is like pickleball or something, mind your business because it's fun for me. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Us with okay. Pinterest, really, like that's my creative hobby. <laughs> no, literally. And I feel like people would think that's silly or not a hobby. No, it is. It's it my is. hobby. I'm the walking yeah. through doesn't have to be yours. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. Um, our last pillar is career slash finances. I guess with this one to start off, I'd say it's really like discouraging to put yourself in a box with your career or your finances and feed yourself the narrative that like 
you're the type of person that's going to get this job and stay at it for 40 years or whatever. Like if that's what you want to do, then go for it by all means. But I think a lot of people put those restraints on themselves when it really has no truth to it. Mm -hmm. Um, So be open to like new perspectives of career and finances or what that like looks like in your life and be open to new opportunities and yeah, give yourself a chance to like try new things and go outside of the little box that you put yourself in. Yeah, it is never too late to like try something else, like completely switch gears or like go back to school if you didn't finish school. And like, that's something you always think about ever since. Like, I'm really happy I got to see my dad do that when I was in high school. He went and like back to school at a community college and like got his degree and started at actually the place that I work as like Mm -hmm. literally a college intern while he was in school as like a middle-aged man. It was just like grinding and ended up getting like a really great job out of it and is now like very secure and stable. And like that's really inspiring to me because it's also relieving to know like if I have to start over when I'm in my 40s, so be it. Like you can do it. It can happen. You don't have to be tied down to any sort of idea of success or career or industry. And I think that's really, well, first of all, your dad is, he's the main character. I just love him. Everything (laughs) he does is just like, he is who I aspire to be. But I feel like it's like so cool to see someone our parents age or whatever, Mm. do something like that. Because I feel like our generation is the first that's kind of like pushing back and saying, "Mm, no, it's okay for me to go back to school. It's okay for me to change careers. Like, I feel like everyone before us was very much like, this is what the path looks like. And if you like, Mm -hmm. go off of that path, then like, I'm worried for you. Like, what are you doing? And so we're all kind of just trying to figure it out together, like people our age. And it's like, truly, what is who's telling you that you have to do the same thing or like work your way up at the same company for your whole life? Nobody's telling you that. Like you have free will, you can do whatever you want. And so if something made you really happy for five years and then on the sixth year, you're like, damn, I hate this. Mm, Quit. Okay, do it. I dare you. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen a lot of that actually on TikTok too of like millennials who are really sick of their office job and they quit and they're like, I'm going to go serve somewhere or I'm going to go be a barista. And sometimes they end up making more money, but like Mm -hmm. it just gives them more time and freedom to like pursue other creative hobbies. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm really glad our generation, like Gen Z and millennials, are hopefully becoming like less judgmental of people's careers and like life choices. Like as long as you're happy and like content and feel like you're not miserable every day of your life that's that that's me that makes me happy like I'm not judging anyone on like their career paths or like what they're doing and so hopefully no one's like judging us either but I don't know I'm proud of our generations for that same I love to see it (laughs) our next one is to like talk about your dreams and passions put your dreams into the universe okay see what comes back to you why not We're firm believers that like the universe or whatever you believe in of like a higher power is always listening. Talk about it a lot. Like put it out there. Shoot your shot for whatever you want to be. And also like if you're trying to pursue a new like career, um, say like to be like a photographer or something, 
if you're not talking about it on your social media and to other people, people aren't going to know to like reach out to you if they want to book a photo shoot for something. Like just keep putting yourself out there and good things will come back to you. It's just like a spreading the word, seeing if the universe, you know, will throw something your way, connecting with friends and other people who are interested or pursuing the same thing as you. Just don't be scared to put yourself out there. I think it's just like having confidence in yourself and showing that to other people. People will kind of pick up on that and believe you. You know, if you're like, Mm -hmm. say you're like you said, a photographer and you're kind of hiding it and then somebody like finds out through the grapevine, they're going to, I don't know. It's just like a weird vibe. Whereas if you said, oh yeah, I do photography. Like here's some of my work. Like here's some recent shoots I did. That person is going to take you seriously and be like, oh wow, that's so cool. And they might like tell their friend or like their coworker or something. And that's just kind of like, I don't know. That's just how it works. But I feel like a lot of people are shy with their passions or like kind of mm-hmm. protective of them um, because it does take courage and like it's hard to put yourself out there. Um, but yeah, I think that's what you got to do. It is what totally. it is. Going along with that, it's okay. Like you shouldn't be afraid to be seen trying. Like I feel like a lot of people feel this way with social media or like posting on TikTok or whatever. They're like, oh, this is so embarrassing. Like, what if this post flops or whatever? Like, I don't want anyone to see me fail. But even if it's like an unconventional career choice, like doing something on the internet or doing something in a creative field, um, like modeling or being an artist or something of the sort, um, there's nothing embarrassing about that. In fact, it's like admirable that you're Mm -hmm. shooting your shot and like putting yourself out there in something that you're really passionate about. Um, But for whatever reason, a lot of people hold themselves back and are just too scared to like go full force because if it fails and they put all their eggs in that basket, then it's like they feel a little bit embarrassed by it. But Mm. I think you should go full force because I'm a strong believer that like if you put your 100% into something and you do it long enough, you leave no option but success. Like totally, if you keep showing up for yourself 100% every day, and you believe in yourself, and you do all the stuff you need to do to be successful, then the only option is success eventually. It might not happen right away, but like, if you keep at it, you're going to succeed. And I think that's something really reassuring to keep in the back of your mind. Like, I might not be succeeding today. I might not succeed (laughs) tomorrow. But eventually, like, everything's going to pan out how I want it to. Cool girlies don't judge people for their grind, okay? Like, when I see, like, people from high school like doing their little influencer things. I'm like, yes, like slay, (laughs) get the bag. I love it. I love to see it. So like the right people, like the cool girls, they're not going to judge you. The people that are going to judge you are the lame ones that you wouldn't want to be friends with anyways. 100%. And it's also always like, quote unquote, embarrassing until it's not. Like, yeah, who they're going to judge. Are they going to be judging when you're a millionaire? Are they going to be judging when yeah. your little TikToks pop off? No, they're going to be silent. It's going to be crickets. Mm-hmm. They can talk right now, but they're not going to be talking next year. You know? Yeah. Let your motivation <laughs> be to shut them up. I'm like fighting my invisible haters right now. I have no <laughs> haters. But... <laughs> Going in terms of finances, which I'm like the last person anyone should ask advice from, but I have stressed myself out my core because I've never felt like I like have enough money in my savings and especially as like a in your young like early 20s I feel like 
no one talks to each other about like our finances. And I'm just like looking around like, how much does everyone show me all his bank account? Because surely mine cannot be as bad as I think it is. Right. And then like I Google it and it literally, when I Googled it, it said like the average savings for a 25 year old is about $10,000. And I was like, in what economy? I'm so sorry, but like that's not around here. No, no, no. Especially with like how expensive college is and like a lot of these jobs aren't paying well. Like where, where is that supposed to be coming from? So mm. just keep, give yourself grace. Okay. Just keep moving forward little by little. You'll get there, whether big or small, it's a success. Just enjoy your life. Try to save if you can. Saving is a privilege. And just don't stress yourself out too much with what people consider to be like normal or like what you should have because my God, it's just simply not realistic. I always want to look at other people's bank accounts because Mm -hmm. I feel like the average is like there's probably a shit ton of Nepo babies with like Mm -hmm. investment accounts from their parents and there's probably a shit ton of people with debt like literal negative numbers in their bank account and somewhere in the middle of that is 10,000 but I'm like okay but what's the average Joe's bank account exactly like like what is the actual true number I should be having like I don't know I feel like finances are so confusing and like there is no right amount for you to have at any time in your life but it's also like finances are so weird because things could change in an instant. Like your bank account next month, you could make a really bad choice and lose it all. Or you could like have so many unexpected opportunities and your bank account could like quadruple overnight. Um, So like Emma said, like it's nothing. I mean, obviously it is stressful, especially if you're like barely making ends meet. But beyond that, it's like nothing to stress yourself out about like having a certain number in your bank account Mm -hmm. when you're literally in your 20s and like just starting to get your footing. Yeah, I'm like... So I'm Googling like the average salary and then the average savings. I'm like, it's just simply not adding up. Where are you getting just, this money? Yeah. I'm like, so, huh. So saying. you have no expenses. So you're saving your whole paycheck. <laughs> Literally. Oh, I'm like, okay. Got it. Got oh, it. got it. Got it. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Speaking of savings, I'll go into like one of my first habits. So I am like really bad about intentionally saving money. Um with like each of my paychecks. So I have to trick myself because that's what it takes. And I've managed to like genuinely trick myself into overestimating how much I need to set aside for rent from each paycheck. So for example, say you need to take out $400 from each paycheck paycheck for rent and like utilities. I will convince myself that I need 500 or 600 from each paycheck instead and once you do it enough times, it just becomes routine and, like, you don't even realize that, like, oh, I've actually been saving, like, an extra 100 or 200 each month. And I've – there we go. Now I have a little extra chunk of change in my savings. But I didn't think I was doing that intentionally, but, yeah. Another next one – what? <laughs> <laughs> my next tip is uh, setting up everything to be automatic. So – whether it's like paying your credit card or paying your rent or whatever, just streamlining it so there's not any margin for error and just making it so like you don't have to think about it and get kind of sad about it when you're like clicking the pay button, just set it up Mm -hmm. to be automatic. So you like, it just becomes a part of what happens. Like you won't even notice it because you're just expecting it to happen at that time of the month. My last saving tip, um, I haven't done this yet, but I've thought about it so many times and then I forget in the moment. But, um, uh, simple idea is to like withdraw just like a little bit of cash like every time you grocery shop 
um, when you're checking out and just like set it aside. Maybe get like a cute little adult piggy bank. I don't know. Because like $10, you know, every time you're at the store, like that'll all add up. And I don't know, you could use it for like fun money or like at the end of the month or end of the year, like put it back into your savings. It's just like a simple way to like out of sight, out of mind, just like quickly take it out, put it away and you forget that you saved a couple extra bucks each week. Mm -hmm. Especially I feel like with cash, because cash is like not real money to me for whatever reason even though yeah I know I feel like a lot of people are the other way where like it's physical money that they're paying with so they think Mm -hmm. it's real but to me it's like monopoly money whereas like if I see the money come out of my bank account then I like it's real to me Mm -hmm. I don't know um but especially when I used to work somewhere where I would get tipped like I would always set my tips aside because it's just like you know 20 bucks here and there or whatever and say I wanted to buy something that was like a couple hundred dollars I would be like, oh, no, I can't afford that or whatever. But then after a couple of weeks, when you save up cash, that's not even real money anyways, and you set it aside, then before you know it, you have a couple hundred dollars that you didn't even like know you were missing out on. Whereas if like $300 came out of your bank account, you'd notice it. Exactly. The girls that get it, get it. I don't know. Cash is monopoly money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Moving on to, I guess, like the career aspect of it. Um, manifest. Listen to our manifesting 101 episode to hear more. <laughs> um, but we're, as we said earlier, we're big fans of meditation. Vis- 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 <laughs> no, wait, visualization. <laughs> Ooh, um, anyways, so yeah, visualization and vision boards, um, Pinterest boards, like just do little acts, maybe like once a week. Sunday nights are my favorite Pinterest board nights. Um, just to like kind of keep yourself a little bit motivated and focused on on your goals and where you want to be. I love like I feel like Pinterest keeps everything fresh in your mind and I think that's like a common theme throughout this where if you have like a vague idea of what you want your future to look like but you're not thinking of it every day or every week then you kind of just like lose sight of it and using something like visualization or manifesting like in a journal or whatever it is it kind of just keeps things fresh and keeps things at the front of your mind so that you can work towards them every day um and get closer to what you want exactly I also think career and finances specifically is like a really easy area to be delusional in especially because nowadays like there are so many new opportunities popping up or like new streams of revenue that you could be receiving that literally didn't even exist last year like Mm -hmm. people are literal millionaires off of tiktok and tiktok wasn't a thing like i don't know when it was created but like five years ago tiktok didn't even exist in the world and so just like allowing yourself to be open to everything that's going to come to you and being like i can make this amount of money even if i don't even know where it's going to come from like a new opportunity could pop up next month that i don't know even exists and I'll like I'll be financially free from it or whatever. Um, that's something that I'm learning, especially with like all the different ways you can make money on the internet. Like mm-hmm. UGC content literally wasn't a thing like a year ago, or yeah. at least it wasn't called that. And now I'm like making money off of it. Whereas last year it wasn't even like on my radar. But yeah, be delusional. My last thing is gonna sound crazy. Um, but it's the idea of connecting with your mastermind group. So the a mastermind group is something I read about in the book, Think and Grow Rich. 
can't recommend it enough. But essentially, it's a group or even just like a person um, that's like you and your peers that are like-minded, goal-oriented, that like can encourage each other to push towards your goals. So you want people to be in this that like are on the same wavelength with you. Like they're not going to judge you for having like outlandish goals and like wanting to do all of this manifesting and things like that. And you just kind of like share what your goals are with each other and you meet up routinely or even just like someone you can text and just like check up on each other and like see how you're doing. You can run ideas by each other, things like that. And Madison is like my mastermind group because we always like to talk about our goals and she just like inspires me to like always want to keep pushing myself further. And yeah, just someone that you're comfortable with that's, you know, not judgmental, understand where you're coming from and where you want to go and they can just you can just push each other I love that I've never heard of that term because I have not read that book but truly I will purchase it like this week because (laughs) I need to read it um but that like nothing kills my vibe more than when I'm being positive and talking about like my future my goals with somebody and they just don't get it they just don't match your energy like even if they're not being outright rude about it they just like don't match your energy and it just kills Mm -hmm. the vibe so I think having somebody that you can bounce ideas with and just like feed off of each other's energy it like magnifies it and multiplies it yeah and yeah you're that person for me like every time we text about our plans or our goals or like our dream life it just like you take it to the next level yeah yeah like we it's just I don't know like what you were saying like it's really not fun and honestly kind of discouraging if you're like trying to talk about it with someone that like doesn't get it but when you talk about it with someone that does get it like it changes the game and Mm. it just like makes me so excited like when Madison texts me and she's like what time is it I'm like bath time baby we're gonna do our (laughs) guided meditations in the bath and then we'll like text each other afterwards like what we were visualizing and it's just like really cute and now we sound crazy but um (laughs) It just keeps me going. Mm -hmm. No, it's so true. And it's just having that like somebody to raise your confidence and not break you down when you talk about like your biggest dreams and everything. Like I feel like a lot of people would be like, okay, like cool. But it just kills the vibe. You need somebody that's Mm going to be like, and then what? And what are we going to do next? (laughs) Um, And yeah, that's like, I just hope that everybody has a person like that because it could be a parent, a family member, a friend, Mm. an internet friend that you like talk to on Instagram. It could be anyone, but just somebody who gets you and matches your energy and just like raises you to the next level. To finish us off and just have like a very attainable action step, this, uh, aside from all the delusional stuff, aside from like the manifesting and everything... You can actually just break it down into like, this is my goal and these are the steps that I need to get there. And that could be like monthly steps, weekly steps. I like to break it down all the way into daily steps. So like I said, I can keep it fresh in my mind. But just having a goal that you're working towards and having little ways that you can chip away at it every day just raises your confidence and makes you feel good and keeps you inspired. Make like smart goals if y'all ever Mm -hmm. learned how to do that. Specific, Specific, measurable. measurable achievable I don't remember anyways (laughs) anyways you can google it um yeah that was it I love talking about stuff like this and I feel like a lot of people like listening to podcasts like this so if you guys Mm -hmm. liked it or want like anything more specific I feel like this was kind of an overarching 
habits episode, but if you have any like specific questions or topics that you want us to talk about, definitely let us know. We could talk about this for hours. I would recommend listening to our health and wellness favorites and manifesting 101 episode if you enjoyed this, because Mm -hmm. I feel like these are all kind of like the same like motivational tips and tricks. Thank you so much for listening. Give us a a little rating and review if you're feeling spicy and maybe send it to a friend. Post post this on your story. Let the people know that you're that you're in the band. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok bandpractice.podcast we'll have all of our links in the show notes um but thank you guys so much for watching as always we love you and we'll see you next week